How is your prayer life? If you are like most of us, it has seasons and sometimes lacks consistency. Prayer, faith, and holiness are key to reaching your destiny. Join Prophet Nanaseyo Pukusakori as he encourages the body of Christ to get closer to God in prayer. One of the nature of Christ is love. There are two things on earth that is so practiced in heaven. The language in heaven is faith and the character is love. Because God called the things which be not as though they were. So God obeyed by faith. When Jesus cast the victory and the disciples say, Master, the victory you cast is with that way. He said, have faith in God. It means that the literal translation says, have the God kind of faith. The God kind of faith believes in what he said. In the book of Genesis, Genesis is the handiwork of God. Revelation and Ephesians talk about the predestiny or predictions of what is about to happen. Them that he predestined, he called. So God is an architect. The architect doesn't build, but he put the drawing on the paper for the builder to use the drawing to build. So God imagined how the world is going to be. And in Genesis, he started calling them. So you see two things there, and God said and God saw. And God said and God saw. And God said, let there be light, and there was light. And God said, let the sea come, and the sea came. So in the faith operation, you must say it and believe that you will see it. Prophet Nanaseyo Pukuksakodye is an end-time seasoned firebrand prophet and an evangelist with a unique preaching ministry, anchored on prayer. He teaches and prophesies the word of God with signs and wonders. And now, Prophet Nanase Opokusakodie. The problem is not the devil attacking you. Because that is his job. Everybody's doing their job. If Satan doesn't attack anybody, he will be fired. If every time your wife is cooking for you, how would a chopper woman get your money in his pocket? So if the devil doesn't attack, what, what do you want him to do? So the problem is not a satire. The problem is whether you have the anti-missile defenses. You can never be developed without an enemy. It's not possible. God is against his word and you go contrary to his word if you promote you without a test. And in the natural, that is what destroys the education system in Ghana. That whether you fail or pass, go. No, when I was coming from the uh, local authority school, we, 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 we write examination. And you can stay in class one for 10 years until we call you class one, Papa, because as long as you are not passing, oh, okay, let me, let me, I, I, I pray that I get the right people to preach it. You cannot be promoted. It is a spiritual law and it is a natural law. There can never be victory without a battle. If I let me tell you something, if I never fought a battle and have a victory, you won't even know it's a victory. It's not going to get better. It's not going to get better. I woke up this morning, one of the answers God gave me to is that just becoming a Sunday attendant church service will be too difficult for you to survive the turbulence. Unpredictable world. Don't let those watching me from America and from Europe and from so-called developed country even think that is there. They have all the things but the pressure and the stress. That is why those of us in this part of the world, we cannot even blame God that we don't have this and we don't have this. Because some of the people here, they don't have everything but they have the peace of God in their heart. They can move about and come. I'm telling you, I was in New York and I saw the Verasana Bridge. It's a very long, tall bridge in a river. And I saw they put a net 
you know, and then the barry straight on the side of the river. There is a net covered here and covered here. And I said, what's the meaning of this? They said, they covered because people are jumping and committing suicide. So much that the government have to cover the place because people just stand there and jump high into the river and died. What will make a man take his life? I ask you a question. What will make a man take his life? You have been through all kinds of things, but you are still standing. Because you know what? I was in Australia recently, and I was telling one of the pastors, I said, listen me to me, guys. This is what you must understand. Life, you see, is more spiritual than natural. The whole thing about faith we are talking about is stop living in the natural and start living in the spirit. Because faith, faith, faith is the currency of heaven. So when you begin to walk by it, it will be difficult for you to wake up and think you won't have something to eat. Because faith is a currency of heaven. I'm still on the journey of faith 101. And that is the only way you survive. What are we encouraging you to come close? Now let me give you the key now. What is the first key? In order for you to survive the table, you can be to the office Friday and go Monday and your job is threatened. The problem is not the turbulence. No, no, the problem is not it. It's, it will not be the last. It will not be the last. Anytime there's a spiritual turbulence, your key is how closer you are with God. That's all. That's all. This whole thing about faith is closeness. That is why every attempt to take your prayer life, every attempt to cut you from, oh, every attempt to cut you from the brethren, when we ask you to come to church, you are not doing anybody a favor. No, don't envy the Babylon, the people out there. Don't envy those who are stealing the money. They can't even enjoy it. Don't envy them. Don't envy them. Don't envy them. If God has not given it to you, you cannot survive it. You must make a choice this morning. I'm going to challenge you to make a choice. Will you choose the word or you choose Christ? Let's make a choice. Some of you that are running to America, you get there regret. Those of you who want to go to London, oh, you'll be crying. Whatever, no place is safe. The only safe place is closeness with God. Amen. No place. No place. No place. Listen to what the man said. <laughs> he was fighting battles. Can you imagine? <laughs> David encountered God when he was around 12 to 14 years. <laughs> he was around 14, between 14 to 17 years when Saul anointed him. He entered the throne when he was about 40 years. Look at the distance of the battle. One day he said, I am walking through the valley of the shadow of death. That is the way he described his situation. The valley of the shadow of death. But he said, I will fear no evil. And the reason I will fear evil is that thou art with me. So in the time of your challenges, who is with you? In the time of your crisis, who is with you? Everybody is going through something. Now listen, don't ever think that you are the only one going through something. No, don't ever think that. Everybody in this room is going through something. The difference between you who have squeezed your face as if you have been baptized with lemon juice and those who are smiling is that they know something you don't know. They are closer to something you are not closer. They encounter something you are not encountered. Your shouting will replace and release you from demonic pressure. That is it. In the time of your, your attack, it is what you know that makes a difference and who you are connected to. Apostle Paul was on the ship and the Bible said, oh, hope is gone. And the man stood up and said, the God whom I stand and whom I serve, who are you connected to? Now listen, 
This is not a time just to be a church attendant person. We have left that stage. Some of you only come to church. You are only a Christian on Sunday. You have left that stage. Mm -hmm. You are sanctimonious in church and a devil at home. We have left that stage. The foundation of the Lord stands sure. It has a seal. The Lord knows them that are his. So if you are sitting here listening to me and God doesn't know you, you are wasting your time. Don't let us deceive the people. Let's tell them the truth. No. Some of them will run away, but it's better they run away with the truth than for them to sit here for us to deceive them. That you can live anyhow and God will bless you. It is not in the Bible I read. The Bible I've been reading all these years. It is not there that when you live anyhow, God will bless you. Do you know one of the attack of the church? The church is trying to prosper like the world. In fact, the, the greatest attack on the church now is that the word has entered the church. Let me tell you this. Instead of the church influencing the world, the word is influencing the church. That's what we are now. That's the state now. We are living as if Jesus will not come back. Mm. Mm. No, if you know Jesus will come back, you wouldn't have fornicated yesterday. No, you wouldn't have. You have forgotten about that one. If you know Jesus will come, you will not be stealing. You will not be having a girlfriend outside your wife. What about once you are kissing your girlfriend, Christ arrives? Hey, 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 This thing we are talking is not a Nancy story. We are not concocting something as it was in the days of Noah, as it was in the days of Lord. So shall it be in the days of the Son of Man. So I don't care how much you have in a bank account. I don't care who is your father. I don't care who is your mother. I don't care who is your pastor. I don't care who you are married to or who is married to you. One day you will stand before Christ. You have a relationship. You see, I woke up today and I said that. I realized that, oh, there's another key to God brought to me. Uh-huh. Why are people in hurry to prosper? Wow. Why are people fed that? Do you know something? Let me show you something. Hmm. Let me show you something. Watch me. We are so much caught up with the destination that we are forgotten about the beginning of the journey. And we are so caught up with the target of the destination that we cannot appreciate on the way what he has done. Now watch this. Some of you are sitting here. You act as if God has done nothing for you. Hey, but I pay my tithe and I do what? You are not only tighter. Listen. There will be surprises in heaven. Come on. You see, there are people there who belong to some religion and they fear that when they get there, they will kill them. They go there, but they call upon the name of Jesus. Do you know the reason for the envy in the church? Because I want to be like this sister. I want to wear what he wears. I want to have what he has. You don't even mind the way he got it. You want it. So I said, Lord, what is the problem? He said, godliness with contentment. So that I will support the work. Who said God needs supporters? Who said that? This is very serious. That why 
that God needs some supporters. Listen to him. He said, what did you have that I did not give to you? So the one that gave it to you, did he need a support from you? Listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. The formation of the Christ-like nature in you is more important to God than your service. The formation of the Christ-like nature in you is more important to God than the best car you drive. Because at the end of the day, when the trumpet sound, everything will be useless. I was working in Australia in some place. And there was a man sharing tracks. I was sure because where I was was a tourist area. And yeah, no sound was a shed. You see people are so drunk and all kinds. But the man was sharing gospel track. So he was trying to get it. Do you remember? Then I didn't notice it. I thought it was advertising. But when I passed, then something flashed me like a cross. So I came back. And I took the track from him. And I said, wow. And the man began to say, Jesus will come again. I said, wow. His face is like a Chinese man. So I said, wow. Are you a Chinese man? He said, no. I'm from South Korea. I came here to do evangelism. That night I couldn't sleep. Do you know evangelism has died in the church? Do you know it has died in the church? Do you know some of you the whole year? And then I, 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 I took a taxi driver. And then the taxi driver was, a, was, a, was, was, was what, what, what? Indian. Then immediately when I remembered the South Korean man, I began to speak salvation to the man and tell him about the God. I said, who are you? He said, I am a, what did he say he was? Nana? He said he was what? Hindu. Hindu or what? He was a Buddhist. And I began to introduce him about Christ. And whilst I was talking, he became very quiet. He became very quiet. Do you know what he said? He said, yes, I thought about what you said. I think I'm going to have to think about Jesus. And then when I get down, my son and I come and say, Daddy, when we're talking to the man, you could see that the man's heart has changed. And the Lord said that, if you have done this thing for years, you could have won many souls for your kingdom. What is the fate of the people in your office? Who you have been hanging around for years, but you never tell them and ask them, have you heard the good news? They say, which one? Have they decreased for well? You say, no. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. The answer to all your problems. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. When you have him, we are caught up in making money. We are caught up. The church, I had some encounters with the Lord. And when I saw the dimension where the church is going, if, if Jesus come now in this room, I cannot guarantee how many people will go. And this is the trap. We, we think we are Christian. We thought we are Christian. We, we appear like. What a frightening scripture. In that day, many will come and say, did we not speak in tongues in your name? Have you ever thought about that? Did we not cast devils in your name? Oh. When I became born again, in the early days, when you meet a Christian, he's a Christian. In fact, I grew up in a fellowship that I was going through my old abon. I don't know where the abon was. I told her to store all the pictures. I look very slim, young man, very handsome, bushy hair. I saw myself taking pictures with sisters. 
Then I remember there was a sister standing by me. My daughter was asking, who is this one? I said, yes, the fellowship sisters. The fellowship. We used to have sisters and brothers. Today we have sex mates. You can't trust pastors. You can't trust apostles. You can't. Somebody told me a pastor has done something abroad. I said, what about those who are doing it that we don't hear? Ah. I said, forget about the one you heard. There are so many going on that you cannot hear. David is not the only one who slept with Bathsheba. God put it black and white for us to learn. But how many people were sleeping around? We are making sex as if it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's it's a decorated act. We are messing up. People are not satisfied with their wives. People are not satisfied with their husband. We are we are chasing everything. If I can get it, I don't care giving my body. You can look at your husband, look at your boyfriend, your boss, and sleep with him because you want promotion. And still come back at home. And some of you, eh, let me tell you the danger. Now you are not even convicted again. Yesterday I said something at the honor. I said that we are getting used to God. And instead of God using us, we are using him. So you see, people come to church. They come very sober, very humble. You see them praying. When God begins to lift them a little bit, then you see arrogance. Then you see pride. So pride came before the fall. Do you know what God told me in Australia? If pride is the one brought the devil down, no one can survive it on earth. If you're not happy, you are a suspect. I'm telling you. No. Don't deceive yourself. Don't deceive yourself. And think that when you make money, you'll be peaceful. Don't deceive yourself. In fact, when God defined poverty to me, I was shocked. I said, I never thought about it. I said, no wonder you had the only knowledge about God. And the Lord said, why do you define poverty? Poverty is not lack of money. Poverty is lack of Christ. Yeah. And listen to what God told me. Listen to this one. All the devil's attack is to disconnect you from Christ. And he doesn't mind giving you money to achieve that purpose. So when it comes to the disconnection of Christ, remember I said poverty is lack of Christ. Lack of the presence of God in your life. Satan can give you money to achieve that purpose. So he can prosper you to disconnect you from Christ. <laughs> so people have gone to churches for years they've never heard the message of holiness God is not interested in your money if you have no connection with him I cannot sit there and be worried about how Bank of Ghana manages Ghana or which governor the money is not for governor there's somebody say the silver and the gold yeah, so don't blame anybody. We can't blame our government. No government is going to come for your life to be better. You only know Jesus for your life to be better. Come on here. You only walk by faith for your life to be better. You only get closer to God for your life to be better. Companies are not going to get better. Some of you are going to struggle. They struggle. I'm telling you, there are satanic authorities and empires living in high places, manipulating the system and controlling the world. And so that they move it to China. It used to be in America. They move it here. They move it here. They will say credit crime. They will say they are bailing them out. And the times they use. It's not for you. The Chinese ambassador to Ghana is not living by the economy of Ghana. No, no, no. 
The American ambassador to Ghana is not living by the economy of Ghana. So the heavenly ambassador to the earth must not live by the economy of the earth. You must understand what I'm preaching now. If you are subject to the glory of God, you will understand. You know why you are depressed? Your eyes on your bank account. So when you see the money coming down, then, then, then something is happening to your system. Then it's like age. Then you're finding a way. Your eye is on your bank account. Your eye is on the, when you see your business, when you see the account is coming up, when you see people are buying from the shop, and then you feel good. When you see it is going down, then you feel it. Do you know what God told me? He said, you have preached it, but you have never got the key. I said, give me the key. He said, this is the key. You have always preached that, and Abraham sacrificed Isaac, and then I bless him, and then I vow. It may be part of it, but son, let me take you deeper. I say, Lord, I'm, I'm ready. I took a pen and said, I'm ready. There's something about God. When he see that you are anxious, you go for a stroll before he comes back so that you can relax. He said, take time. And they came to me and said, do you know something? The reason I asked Abraham to kill Isaac is not that I want human being to eat. Not that I want to test whether he's a giver. But I wanted to test whether he has Isaac or Isaac have him. So the reason you can't give your money is that either you have the money or the money have you. Number two, then he came and said that I wanted to find out whether Isaac has substituted my place in his heart. Because anything that you shall not make other gods, you think it's a konodi and those people there, there is a God in your heart. Look at the way God deals with me. He says, son, I did something, and then I was listening to somebody saying something, and then I got angry. And I was trying to imagine and meditate on how to react. And the Lord came to me and said, oh, son, pride is in oppression. I said, no, I'm not proud, I'm angry. <laughs> and then he came to me and said, okay, that's a very good answer. He said, pride and acting on your anger, they are twins. I was shocked, so I said, no, no, wait a second. He said, you know what? You are driving. Somebody crossed you accidentally. What he did was wrong. You chased him and said, have you lost your mind? When you did that, you see that you were feeling good. And the Lord showed me that that state rather you are weak. It's only pride in demonstration. You are weak. He says, strong people don't react. So, you see, when your husband gets angry and he says something, and you are also imagining the reply, you are calculating the word. He said, I have to, I mean, he came with bantam weight, but must come with heavy weight. He must lose appetite for two days. And what now that reaction you are weak. So somebody says, spoke inside. Let me show you a strong man in the Bible. His name is Jesus Christ. He never replied his critics. Never react on people that got angry and insulted him. He's too strong in the inside to lower himself to your level. 
So if a taxi driver or a truck driver insulted you and you cross and you insult him, you have degraded yourself to his level. Your greatest challenge is that you think you have arrived. That's how people can get two bedroom houses and become arrogant. They have arrived. Listen to what Papa Deboye said. He went to 1999, he went to Kenneth Haggins conference in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And Haggins said, we need to expand our place. Thank God for people who serve God in a certain way. That is why I'm praying for my children that people will travel. Sometimes don't just go and stay there. You'll see another side of the world. We'll have to appreciate what God has given to you. Watch this. So it's like, we come to church. We are doing fundraising. Then Mr. Sesu stand up and say, men and brethren, whatever all of you give, me and my wife will give the equivalent. And these are men of God sitting down. They begin to talk, say, this man will finish him. We will finish him. So he provoked the other men and they gave. So when they counted, they say 4.5 million. He stood that and said, is that all you people can do? Papa the boy said, I say, Lord, save me again because I don't think I'm born again. He went to the man and said, you look like you know something I don't know. He said, yes. He said, I started a business 20 years ago with $500. And I covenanted with God. And God asked me, will your business have you or you have the business? Will the business take the place or will the money come? Will it take the place of my presence in your heart? So I covenanted with God that forever in this business, the profit, I will give you 90 and I'll keep 10. And he said, from then, God has lifted me up to where I am. And then he added something. You can never have more than enough by your hard working. You know why you don't come to church? You know why you don't come to all night? As I sorry, there's Sunday near Betrao with a nice dress. You come and show off and you go. To you, that is a Christian life because I am tired. Monday, I must go to work. Do you know what the word is coming now? Very soon, you see, a lot of jobs are going to make sure they go to work on Sunday. Satan is starting it. In the, in the developed world, it has already been established. And they make sure that they pay you better on those who work on Sunday. They pay you better. So if they are marked everybody, $100 an hour. When you work on Sundays, $200 an hour. Look at somebody and say, the money, the money. The money. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know how the devil has anointed that thing, but nobody has enough. So, our satisfaction and sufficiency is not money, it's Jesus Christ. So, girl, when you wake up and you see that you have, you open your bag, and you see you have two dresses and you have one week and you have two shoes and truly some of you have only one week. You must, with the Christ in you, you must enjoy it with satisfaction, praise, thanksgiving, and adoration. Waiting for how many you will by tomorrow. Not trying to get it yourself. Godliness with contentment. 
So the reason for the pressure and the stress is that I am not content with what I have. I need more. I must get more. I must get it and get it and get it and get it. And so in attempt of chasing it, then you begin to lose Christ. If some of you think you are still a child of God, you are, but you have backslided. Backsliding does not mean that you are living in sin. But some of you have backslided from prayer. Backsliding means another word for retrogressing. It's another word means that what you used to do now, you can't do it the way you used to do it. So the way you used to wake up down and pray for two hours, now even 30 minutes prayer is difficult. Backsliding. Some of you are backsliding from spiritual sensitivity. Now, even when God speaks, you can't hear. Not because God is not speaking, but your brain is jammed. With the curse of this world. It cannot pick the voice of God. And the devil is working. It's working. 2 Corinthians 4 4. Give it to me. In whom the God of this world. Everybody say the God of this world. Everybody say it very loud. Say the God of this world. No, I'm talking. I want to hear you very loud. And I can continue. Say the God of this world. So there's a God of, of this world. Has blinded what? Not the eyes. So sometimes we are sitting in a chair. We can see, but our mind is blind. You are not getting the picture. 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 Come, 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 come. You look like a blind mind person. When blind mind person, when I finish with you, your mind will be open. Come here, come. Come forward a little bit. Come. You see the way you are dressed nice? Like your dress now, <laughs> now look for me and touch me. You see, even the problem can come close to you. But because you are blind. And in in attempt of trying to find your way, you are heading towards a crash. So when people leave and run away from the presence of God, this is the way the devil makes them. They think they can see. They think they are going. But they are heading. Keep going. Look for me. Then, then, they keep and then they are they are now trying to find their way. Are you getting the point now? Then you are. So the Bible said, the devil can blind your mind. This one is a blind eyes. But the Bible is talking about blind mind. So the way you think, that you think it is right, it is thinking. So, so let me tell you something. There were some people in the church when they were going to choose a life partner because of their backsliding, they thought they have chosen the right person but their mind was blind. Some of them enter business with people. They thought they have a business partner. They started even giving testimony but already the devil has blinded their mind. This is the sad thing. This is the sad thing. When your eyes are blind, you have opportunity to vote. 
and exercise your franchise. But when your mind is blind, you are not permitted. So what is the conclusion of the matter? A blind mind is more serious than blind eyes. Some of the wettiest people on earth, they are blind. But no madman is worthy. So, at a point, when he doesn't know what to charge and he cannot look for what he say, he stands still. Stagnation takes place. So now, now, this is it. Because I'm afraid that I might go and hit and wound myself. Because I'm afraid that I can see so, if I go and without a help I can hit, then I mean, you and stagnation is also a trusted weapon of the devil. Because once you are stagnant, then no movement. No movement. Everything must move. Everything is on the move. That is why when the time there is a revival, it's called the move of God. Because God is not standing, God is moving. So if the devil can let... Oh, Jesus, I'm preaching. If the devil can cause you to stand, then he has finished with you. So, you see... All the meetings I organize, all the fastings. Ah, boy, let me lose your eyes and I will come with another point. Very powerful one. Ah, oh, this is my, it was very tight. Was it very tight? Ah, look at you can't even see where. Go and sit down. The Lord help you. Your, your mind is loose. Now, watch this. Practicing of the word had problem. Now, why do we fast? Fasting does not necessarily increase your faith. This is the breakthrough you are looking for. This is the breakthrough. This is you. This is you. This is the obstacle that is standing between you and your breakthrough. This obstacle's name is called fear or doubt. One of the basic definitions of faith is fighting fear. Can I say that again? One of the basic definitions of faith is simple means fighting fear. So anytime you start operating by faith, you are trying to eliminate fear. Watch this. Fasting does not bring faith. Faith does not come by fasting. Faith comes by hearing. Faith comes by hearing. But you can still have faith and not know how to channel it. Or when you channel, it doesn't go through because of this one. So the reason your breakthrough has not come, it's not necessary that you don't have faith. But because faith can be defined in different classes. Do you remember that Jesus asked people, why is it that you have no faith? And some people say that, you of what? Is it little or little? You of little faith. It does not mean I don't have it. I have it already, but it is what? Little. It means that I want to go and buy a ghetto blaster. I have money in my pocket. I went to game or shop right. When I went there, what I have is 1,000 Ghana CD, but I saw it is written 1,800. I still have money, but it cannot meet. I'm preaching. Watch this. So, this one is confessing the word. Name it and claim it. It's mine. This girl is mine. I claim her as a wife. And the more you claim, the word the get get angry when he sees you. How many of you have ever confessed in that when you confess the thing is going backwards? Are you understanding what I'm talking about? Because doubt has power to push you. 
doubt is an opposing force. The spirit rested against the flesh and the flesh against the spirit. They are contrary one to the other. The word doubt means flesh. The word doubt means a ceasing to walk in the spirit. You are in the natural. Now, so doubt is standing and doubt is pushing your breakthrough and doubt is preventing you. Sometimes you can push doubt a little bit. This is the way you do it. Fasting does not bring faith, but fasting eliminates doubt. Watch this. Watch this. So what fasting does is that when you begin to fast, the reason fasting eliminated doubt is that the only thing Jesus didn't give us antidote is the flesh. The three enemies we are fighting are the world, the devil, and the flesh. He gave us antidote for the world. He said, I have overcome the world. He said, in the world you have tribulation, but don't worry, I have overcome the world. If he has overcome that, you can walk in it. As for the devil, he said that, I be here, Satan, fall, I light him from heaven. I give you authority to tread upon serpent and scorpion, and how many of the devils, and over all, how many? Over all the powers of the enemy, nothing shall by enemies hurt you. But when it came to the flesh, he didn't give us antidote. I'm preaching. One first class apostle came and said that, I went through challenges with my flesh. The flesh was trying to control me. But this is where I deal with the flesh. I keep under my body. And I bring it under subjection. God will not do it for me. My pastor will not do it for me. Angels will not do it for me. Paul said, I make it a practical choice. And self-responsibility. That I will keep under my body. Which means that I will not permit you to do what you want to do. Body. I will not permit you to go where you are not supposed to go. I will not permit you to kiss what you are not. Oh, let me get out of that. I will not permit you to sleep on a bed. You are not supposed to sleep. I will not permit you to hug what you are not supposed to hug. I keep under my body. And bring it under subjection. Less as I preach to others. No wait. Who is talking like this? Who is talking like this? Oh, Paul, you say your body can take you to hell. Then you, you, and I, Apostle Paul, the one that nobody can boast that I converted him. Paul was converted by Christ himself. That I keep under my body and bring it under subjection. That is why when you find it difficult to fast, Satan knows he has a field day in your life. And if you are my son and daughter and you have listened to me for years, I've always tell you that the food appetite is more dangerous than the rest of the appetite. It was a weapon the enemy used in the Garden of Eden. Nobody has a stand for the sex appetite if they can control the food appetite. That is why the worldly people have written it in their encyclopedia that the way to a man's heart is through what? So if you close your mouth, you'll be free. Yeah. Have you noticed that? A lot of immoral acts, a lot of adultery and fornication, they start with, let's go to lunch. You are remembering it? The dating time. We are sit, you are sitting in Kimpiski. No, you don't. You don't have. You, you, you know you are married. And he said, when you go, Satan will leave you alone to pretend as if you are truly married. In fact, you start the conversation by talking about your husband. But the children of this world, they are wiser than the children of the gospel. So when they come to you, they know what you have. They know what you believe. Say so they have patience. 
All the people in the church who fornicate with other girls in the church, don't they think they know you have a husband, you have a wife? They know. But when you sit in a restaurant and you start talking and you start eating, you order wachi, she order fried rice. And then he asks her, your fried rice looks very good. She says, yeah, it's good, very good. Can I taste it? Then he says, take it. He says, no, why don't you take it and put it in my mouth? Then he takes it. And remember, remember, now you have not been coming to church for some time. You don't remember the last time you came to all night. Oh, now you are busy. The only time I have a Sunday and Saturday. I like what they said. I'm doing some course, so now I go for classes. So now God is not in my equation again. I'm looking for some. I have to upgrade my life. What is a top up? I'm topping it up. Nobody say don't go for classes, but don't let it take the place of God. A Jewish man will never go to classes on Saturday. It's a Sabbath day. Remember the Sabbath day and keep it. So now, I must go for classes. And the worldly people are painting the picture. Sometimes eh, they make us feel like we are useless people. Sometimes I check some of the comments on Facebook. Go and find a job to do. As if we are walking in the street begging. Just because we have taken a time to come and worship God, it means we have lost our mind because the knowledge of the secret of the kingdom is foolishness to those who are perishing. So, I don't expect any worldly person to compliment my service to God. That's right. They don't understand. No, when I was coming from here, now go and see. Some people are playing golf on Sunday. Golf. Can I tell you this? This morning I was in the bathroom and something came to my spirit. Sometimes God talked to me when I opened the shower. Then he began to talk and I saw that. Mm, is it possible? Then I began to meditate on the, on the story between the rich man and Lazarus. Then I said that it's possible some chief executive you envy. Some former president. Some millionaire. Is in hell now crying. That Father Abraham sent Lazarus. Some of the people, they are crying. That I wish those who in the church understand. Because one day you will close your eyes. When you finish taking your last breath, the important thing again is Christ in you. Some of you, young girls in this church, people come to church, they make up. Last week was Rasta, uh, hair. Yesterday was Auntie Lizzie, long one, short one, middle one, Pompejo. All of them are there. And there. And if you don't take care, you are a young girl in the church and you are under pressure. Godliness with contentment. If you try to get it outside grace, one day, I promise you, you realize you have made a mistake. Put yourself under pressure. You put yourself under unnecessary stress. Ooh. That is why your neighbor and you didn't come to the place the same day. You came and after one week he came. 
That is why his house color is green, yours is white. So you can't have everything your neighbor has. And tell your wife you are not a superman. And wise woman, don't put pressure on your husband. I told you on the all night, that some of you guys that love girls, that know how to walk in a high hair, and they have a very accurate, sanctimonious, aristocratic steps. That when they take it, you feel her, and something inside tells you, Oh, this is the girl I, I can present her. No, you are a man. For baby time. <laughs> and we say he look like her. Huh? Now you are the chief executive of anointed, incorporated, import and export. So now that you have started going to Dubai and China and now America and meeting some business partners, you want a woman with a hair. Make sure say you move, you move. Mama Galax in his steps. On your knee, thanks your channel. Wait, so who corners so Johnny Demu address say we not say oh ye Galax now. It is not what he's trying to pretend here. Now, uh, now I'm getting there into the trap now. You can do it in a bedroom, but come and face the prophet. Are you getting what I'm preaching here now? Now, so, 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 so. When I look at this one as an example, this one is a sanctified Holy Ghost filled daughter. But I'm using as an example in connection with those girls in your office there. That you think that they can be a good wife. A good wife is more than high hair. A good wife is more than long hair. A good wife is more than makeup. A good wife is, oh, get my own here. I will come to where you are in a second. A good wife is more than that. Because one day you get to the house and remove the wig and take the eyebrow and remove the hip. I'm preaching this morning. And that's what you need that time is character. Oh, those of you are searching the power of God is coming upon your life. Exposing something inside you. Oppression is leaving you. Depression is leaving you. Stress is leaving you. Devil is leaving you. The devil is a liar. You will not be trapped. You will not be deceived. Your mind will not be blind. Moses Dabaye, Zusa Basaye. I say, hey. You will come to a place in your life, and you know that life is more than. A nice, slim, sanctimonious, cute lady without character. That's why your father, I'm teaching you character. I'm teaching you faith. I'm teaching you, I'm teaching you endurance. And on Friday, I'm going to give you a key of how to behave when the devil show up. Listen to me. Whether you like it or not, he will show up. If he doesn't come to your marriage, he will come to your business. If he doesn't come to your business, he will show up somewhere. I told you in the early stage of my message that if he doesn't come to you and attack you, 
you who have to do. He must do his job. When you see the devil attacking, he's just doing his job. He cannot create. He can only destroy. Listen. You went to hospital and doctor said you have this sickness, you are crying because of your lack of closeness with God. The reason Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead because of the closeness of Mary and Martha. And I can tell you that others are more terrible attacked than yours. And by their closeness, they survive. In fact, this is another thing you don't want to hear, but I'll tell you. How will we know the demonstration of the power of God if you don't get attacked? Hey boy, if Pharaoh didn't resist the deliverance of Egypt, we will not have the records of water turned to blood. If Pharaoh said, Oh, Monko, Anka, all those histories, we will not know that this God is a fighter. I have studied the devil for some time. He has known me for some time. Do you know why he tried to knock you down? And when you fall down, do you know why you want to sit on you? Do you know why? Are you feeling it? Do you know why he wants to sit on you? If you see the devil knock somebody down and leave the person, his message, I, want, I don't want to waste my ammunition. But anybody he knock and want to sit on the person, he knows your past. And he knows you are a potential. Watch this. I've not completed. When I complete, Jesus deserves a better clap offering. He knows where potential. So you, this guy was in bed in power. And you stop all the move. You block marine spirits. Until I jump to leadership and say, get away from here. Now I must find a way to sit on you. Because bed in power tells me that if you come back, So the recent attack is strong is that Satan knows where you are coming from. Yeah, yeah. Now this is it. Watch this. Watch this very carefully. If his attack on your life, the purpose of the attack is that this is Jesus Christ that you are working with. If he starts attacking you, he turn your mind in the way that Jesus doesn't love you again. And God has forgotten about you. And he created every atmosphere around you with evidences that God doesn't love you. And he gives you examples of things you have done in the past. That is a validation and a guarantee that God is angry with you. He has forgotten about you. And your efforts will yield no fruit. And the purpose of that attack is to get you far from God. But watch this. If you begin to sense that in the midst of all the signs that God has forsaken you, you are still getting closer to your God. It's a major threat to him. 
Somebody hearing what I'm talking about. You see, you have gotten used to God because you have gotten used to his servants. Anybody you see become familiar with God, he's familiar with God's servants. Anybody that don't respect anointing in his heart, he doesn't respect God. Something in his heart has shifted. Because something thought the strength was still there, but it was lifted. Apostle Paul even said that those who preach in the word, treat them with double honor. It means that when you meet me, you know the reason why. When you walk into Porter City, anointing is not in a building, it's in a man. I told you. So when you walk into Porter City, it is in a man. The month of September is on the verge of a 50-50. And they that pay the price and take responsibility. I will surprise them abundantly more than their man can imagine. They that will be careless, the enemy will take them by surprise. Son, what I'm going to say now, if you have forgotten everything I've said, don't forget this one. Give me Joshua chapter 2. Before Joshua, take me to Hebrews. Chapter number 11. Let me read from verse number 30. By faith. By what? The walls of Jericho fell down. By faith, the walls of Jericho fell down. By what? Not hammer. Not the way you are trying to get it. Not the way the word is teaching you. Learn the principle I'm teaching you. Because your father don't look like a beggar. Do you know why I know it will work for you? Because I know where God picked me from. And I know how the principle has brought to me. It works. By faith, the walls of Jericho fell down after they were compassed about seven days. By faith, oh, oh, they what? Ah, Rahab. If you were in the, our generation, they will throw you out of the church. They will not permit you to enter. And if you come and join the choir, the way they will look at you, you yourself, you will exit. And don't dare to come to the pastoral team. You already condemned. Who say because you have a credit card, you are effective? Who say because we are wearing credit cards, we are effective? Go and read the whole of Hebrews chapter 11 and check whether you look like anybody there. By faith. Give me the NIV version. I don't like the harlot. I need a very strong word. Yes, this is better. Because some of them are trying to run away. I don't know what you're talking about, Harold. This one you know. <laughs> By faith, the prostitute Rahab, because she welcomed the spies, was not killed with those who were disobedient. So, boy, what is happening is that there was a particular country that the whole people have been sentenced to death. If you are a citizen with a passport or you don't have a passport, you have a birth certificate, you are sentenced. But you can reverse the sentence based on your attitude. 
Yesterday I was talking to some guys and I said that what you did was not wrong. Every decision we make is not wrong. The mistake is the timing. There is nothing wrong in getting married, but are you married at the right time? There's nothing wrong in starting a business, is it the right time? So there are some ladies here, they knew that they married at the wrong time, or maybe they could have waited a little bit. There are some men here, they knew that the time they marry, it's not because the woman you married was wrong. You didn't marry at the right time. And how do you know it was not the right time? God has not finished preparing you. Maturity is not a result of your years. You can be 40 years and have a, a mind of a boy. That is why marriage is not for boys, it's for men. Now listen, the fact that you are working with a woman does not mean you are a man. And the second thing I have to, to understand is that men take responsibility. Boys take action. So, they will sleep with somebody's daughter, impregnate her, and when the time of responsibility comes, they want to run away. But men will keep the girls in holiness. Hold their hands. Let me show you a man. She will say, I'll marry you. When you say yes, he takes you. Oh, did you get married? You got married? I'm sure you did that. Where's your father? Da. Obani papa obana bema na wo papa we obani akwaba na misra emro mo twempra no se me you should the word them pray because of china maker but or dey be chere one sana mo be ware into or dey be me be chere obai so ne sa now that's your father o dey ko chere o papa that you dey be chere uh huh. And to him, Rabbi Insa. I was say, Daddy, the front is clear. And I say, Obama, Shanuni. Now, person, me worry me. Your friend, responsibility. Oma, Omo ni sa kukudron. Omo be jina kuron. Oma ye. Does it look like you? There was a time Uko Fiwa now got to a jar. No, but I said, but I could see on a number of CCL. I could see a frozen. Isaac, okay. Isaac, coffee. Timino, you know, coffee. Obey ye. Now, coffee, but how? Mama, way. Mamini. Everyone, mommy say. Auntie Agatha. Auntie Agatha. Old man's boyfriend. Oh, papa friend say. How does your father call him in the house? Your friend say. Aga. Aga. Aha. Obedi. Mo. Aga now way. Now, are you coffee or bahao? Now, are you hono? I also talk about coffee trusting. Those who don't get introduction, when they go, their father's Oh, send up a prayer to tune to man. I will teach there. 
not that is to my it's called responsibility. That is why I'm making a point that it is not for boys. And you singing in the choir. That is why I pretended my, my face is facing me. It's not really a pretend, it's a move of the spirit. You have become so naive, stupid, foolish, forgetting where you come from, that you are giving your body to a man. That one day, you might not give your parents an opportunity. What these two people have done to the men standing there is called honoring them. the place. You are living as if we have not taught you the word of God. Arrogance and pride. When you read the Bible, don't you get frightened about the things. Look at the story I'm reading. This is the conclusion of the matter. Whose side will you be? This lady called Rahab has to choose between the loyalty to his family and his country. Oh God. But this is the danger. Mm. If you want to escape the danger, go where God is going. Hey! Hey. No matter how much it costs you. You will never regret Now, the conclusion of the matter, Joshua chapter 2. Let me read and close. I can read from verse number 1. It's a long scripture, but I'll read. Joshua, the son of Nun, sent out of Shittim two of men. I love this. Don't repeat your father's mistakes. Tell somebody, don't repeat your father's mistakes. <laughs> Some of you that are following me are spiritual sons and daughters. Mm-hmm. Make sure you don't repeat my mistake. Have you seen something Joshua did here? How many spies is Moses sent? How many came with good report? So if you escape your father's mistake, how many spies did Joshua send? I don't want trouble. I've never thought about it. Moses sent 12. Two came with a good report. Joshua concluded that it's always better to send two. two and the danger is that if they go by 12, it is possible Jericho security intelligence might have picked there. And Joshua, the son of us, sent out of Shittim two men to spy secretly, saying, go view the land, even Jericho. And they went and came into an Harod's house named Rahab and lodged there. Everybody's house was in the country. His house was on the wall. So that when we were coming for a job, you would struggle to enter. <laughs> and it became the contact for his deliverance. And it was told the king of Herod. So the reason why he opened because they couldn't have come to because Delco was strictly shut up. That's what I'm going to preach next week. I'm giving you appetizer for next week. And so you must come through the window. But when they started climbing, he thought they were coming. They have money. 
and they are coming. As far as Rahab is concerned, he doesn't care how many men. He cares about how much is in your pocket. So they climb. Watch this. <laughs> but something was going on there, and it was told the king of Jericho, say, behold, there came men in Hita tonight of the children of Israel to search out the country. When I was reading this, I said, wow, those days, the intelligence systems were very sharp. How did they know? And how did they know? No security cameras. No all kinds of uh, sensors. But the, the intelligence pick it up. And directly they know exactly where the spies were. Watch this. Go there. And next week you will enjoy it. And the king of Jericho sent out unto Rahab. Say, bring forth the men that are come to thee, which are entered into thy house. For they came to search out all the country. So the intelligence know exactly the purpose of their coming. And they are trying to tell Rehab that just in case they've done it for them to pay, that is not the purpose. But the woman knows better. That's right. You are sitting in a church. Do you know better? A time is coming and very soon you must sit in your office and choose between Christ and bribe. Wow. Let me go here. Don't clap. I know it will be difficult because he looks like you. It's difficult to clap. A time is coming in your office. You must choose between having sex with your boss and the integrity of your heart. Watch this. This is a very strange thing. Rhea, you are one of our citizens. And the president is saying, even me, sometimes I give you a job. When I get high dignitaries and other presidents come to visit me, and some of the people inside who want to have some nice time, you are the one I call. These two guys in your house, they have come for evangelism. And they have come to spy the land. And their purpose is to destroy the land. And you are a citizen. So release them. So that we can kill them. Because if they don't get the message, they are going back, is going to give their captain the strategies to come. They are the ones who have come to show us which way to pass and where not to pass. And which way to break and where not to break. So if I can kill the intelligence of the spies, then we can have a plan to make sure we save the country. Look at a woman who has made a choice. Don't sit in a church and judge people because you know they are part. They may know something you don't know. They might have encountered God. This is what I've encountered. Some of the people in the church will think rather they are righteous and they are holy. They can be dangerous. I've seen some people in the church do things. And I wonder that if God even spoke to me, they would do that. I wouldn't have to believe it. And the woman took the two men. And the woman, I don't know. For the purpose of my teaching, I want to cancel the word woman and put Rahab there. And Rahab took the two men and hit them and said to his president, the men came to me, all right, but I don't know when they went, where they were. The people were hiding in the, in the ceiling. The intelligent military people are in his house. He has hidden the enemies of his country but servants of God. Get the phrase right. They are enemies of his country, but servants of God. Which one will you choose? It will be a good time. 
God gave me this key in Australia and I saw that. I have more assurance of the future than mine today. The reason you are afraid of the future is because you don't have keys. Watch this. I want you to watch this. He then, and he said, the men came here, but I don't know where they go. Now, go to the next verse. Watch this. Watch this. Citizen of a country with his president's agent. And it came to pass about the time of shutting of the gate, when it was dark, that the men went out. Whether the men went out, I don't know. He told the people, he told the military officers, pursue after them, and they were in the city. Pursue after them quickly, for you shall overtake them. Between the worldly people and God's side, this prostitute is making a choice. Now let's come back. I am not running a comment. I want to show you something. Go to the next verse. And it came to pass. But she had brought them up into the roof of the house and hid them with a stock of flax, which she has laid in order upon the roof. What a message. Go to the next verse. Then the men pursue after them. So the Air Force guy, the Armed Force people, the Navy, boop, 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 boop. Some are in jungle welfare, some are walking through pram pram, chasing men who are hiding in a roof. I'm preaching. Hallelujah. Amen. If you go to people's house and you knock and say nobody is there, check the roof. I'll stop it from here. Misho Takapaya. Hey, there are things in the roof. And in the ceiling, I walk on here. And they say that. And, they, and the men pursue after them. And the military officers pursue after them. They went to Jordan to the forts. And as soon as they which pursue after them were gone out, they shut the gates. So that the people have gone out. So now the battle will be outside the gate. Watch this. Are you enjoying it? And before they were laid down, she came unto them upon the roof. I think he has a steps to go to the roof. Special place. When the men come, he hides some there. When some are in operation, when you go, then one comes down and it becomes a hiding place for the children of God. God can use anything. I am preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. <laughs> Look at somebody say, don't judge me of my past. Don't judge me of my past. I know you know me very well. I know you know the things I've done. But tell the person there, I am enjoying the righteousness of Christ. Tell the person. Somebody has paid the price for my sins. And my past will not determine my future. I know what I did yesterday is wrong. But today I'm making a new decision to follow Christ. Somebody will have a testimony to the glory of God. Now watch it. Let me finish this thing very quickly. I'm reading the scripture. And she, and she said unto the man, I know that I Jesus. Okay, watch this one. This is a prostitute talking, man of God. And she said unto the man of God, I know that the Lord has given you the land. Who told you? A prostitute. People are sitting in church without discernment. They don't even know the blessing of where they are standing. They don't know the blessing of where they are sitting. They don't know the blessing. When I went outside, the way people hear, but it is people's dream to step into portals. America, Australia, India, people's dream. Those of you sitting here, it's nothing. No, who is talking? She said unto the man of God, I prostitute Rahab. I know. I know. And the president didn't know. The finance minister didn't know. So you see, the solution is not with the politicians. 
And even if they give you a place, don't go by their ways. It's another message. You get it from me. Mm -hmm. No party will come to power for me to think that my life is going to get better. God forbid they have thought that way that God cares me. That one party win an election and I begin to feel like my life is going to get better. I have disappointed my God. I will lift up my eyes onto the hills. And from when comes my head. Hallelujah to Jesus. Amen. I know you don't like it, but I will tell you. Yes. I anything from you. I know you are so party conscious. The spirit in Ghana that make them talk. Talkers don't achieve anything. Just actors. When I go to all the countries that are developing, talking is less. Can I tell you? Follow me and listen to the things I'm telling you. Hypocrisy. It is eating into the church. It is difficult for us to trust one another. Everybody is keeping their own thing. Nobody is telling their story. The purpose of the church is that I can tell my story to you. But can I trust you? We are all in ourselves. Everybody is protecting his territory. Fashions, territories, and, 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 and groups. So I form a group. And group J is against group B. And group B suspect group J. Let them be one was the prayer of Christ for the church. That prayer has never worked. I'm sure Jesus is always sitting in heaven and crying. Pastors divided. Deacons divided. Protocol separated. What a terrible thing for people to be in a group with different mind. You can to my blue, we say green. You can to my white, we say yellow. You can to my blue, we say say. Rebelling against leaders that we put in position. You put people there and a little blessing, they start lifting up their shoulder and they think they are standing against the man of God. They don't know they are fighting God. I pray for the spirit of humility. Also for Humility will have caused a lot of marriage to survive. Some of the marriage, in the midst of the heat, I love the way the white people quench their attention. I saw a white man, wife, angry and talking, a pastor, and the wife was so angry, the man jumped up and hugged her and squeezed her, and the woman was quiet. I said, I run him. Do you know what a black man would do? Huh? Oh! And that is it. He squeezed the woman, pressed her to her body, and the lady was quiet. And he said, honey, take it easy. Take it easy. Don't give the devil a chance. Take it easy. And the woman, I saw the white man say, honey, please, I love you. I love you. I am in the world. I am in we don't even know how to handle matters. I'm telling you, also for some of the cases you people are dealing with divorce, it's a simple humility to kill the fire. They think that you see, one of the terrible demonic attacks is that they think when they leave, they will be better. Yes, sir. Yeah. What do you know? Don't think you know everything. No. Some of you in the church, you don't know anything yet. To us, every time come to church as if it is the first time you are being born again. And come and learn from the Lord with humility. 
Father, please teach me. Lord, I don't know anything yet. Lord, help me. You are my helper. In this marriage, help me. Help me love my wife. Help me submit to my husband. Help me live in harmony with my family. Help me serve your kingdom with meekness. Lord, search me and see if there's pride in me. Remove it. You know me better than myself. I don't want to be my own enemy. I don't want to destroy my life. Search me and know my heart. Try me and know my thought. And see if there be any wicked way in me. Lead me in a way of everlasting. Lord, I am a young girl. I don't want to destroy my life. Let me marry as a virgin. Let me glorify your name. Let me stop this kind of life. What will I get from the life I've been living all these years? And the mind authority of God. Listen to me. And let me end by saying, this is a prostitute talking. You know what, your father? I've traveled a few places. I have encountered worthy people. Let me tell you why I know that if you continue like this, the devil will destroy you. The little blessing you have had that has made you lift your shoulder. I have seen people one million times blessed more than you who humbly is serving the Lord. Humbly. They are very wealthy and they are serving the Lord. So I know heaven will not approve your pride. Next week, when we're going to Rahab and going to the test. I know. A prostitute say, I know. So people must sit in church with revelation. Yeah. Why are you in protest? Also, let's cancel them and tell them. All plants don't survive in every soil. Not every region in Ghana plants sugar cane. Not every region in Ghana has a cocoa. Not every region in Ghana has a maize farm. This is the conclusion. Some of you are praying to prosper. And I'm telling you, if I write it there, you will get more enemies when you are in your prosperity realm than where you are now. In fact, enemies who didn't expect them, they will show up. When God lifts you up, I'm telling you, I will show you when you come to the place that faith become a lifestyle. Amen. You are a threat to the devil. Yes, sir. When faith becomes what? A lifestyle. Yes, you don't think about it before you operate. Yes, comes natural. Somebody is blessed this morning. Yes. Lift up your two hands and pray in the spirit for two minutes. God bless you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this message. For further inquiries, contact World Prayer Center, PO Box GP21421, Accra, or telephone plus 233-303-413-703 or plus 233-303-413-705. Email us on info at wpcministries.org or visit our website at www.wpcministries.org.